Hello and welcome to My Tiny Bottles, the project where I'm exploring my grandmother's legacy of miniature liquor bottles, one tiny bottle at a time. I'm your host, Tammy Coxon. In 1979, Gilby's of Canada was looking for their next product. To move things along, they hired a product development company called Product Initiatives, PI for short. This was a strategy that had paid off brilliantly for their parent company, International Distillers and Vintners. They'd hired a similar firm and ended up with the wildly successful Bailey's Irish Cream, so they gave Gilby's the go-ahead and hoped that lightning would strike twice. Dear listener, as you've probably guessed by the fact that you've never heard of today's tiny bottle, lightning did not strike twice. PI's early research identified that there might be a market opportunity among consumers of white spirits, gin, rum, and vodka. Their research also identified lemon as a flavor those drinkers wanted. After nine months of research, countless telephone focus groups, actual taste tests, and somewhere between $175,000 and $350,000 in today's money, the result was bottle number 46, Mandalay, a dry lemon spirit released in early 1982. It's a light yellow liquid packaged in a clear glass bottle. The label is vaguely Moroccan or North African looking with a variety of curvy text boxes filled with a nearly impossible to read script. I assume it was a little easier to read on a full size bottle, but they really weren't thinking when they just shrunk it down for the mini. I know all about the bottle's backstory because of a 1983 article in Canada's Financial Post magazine talking about PI and their approach to product development. They used Mandalay as a case study in the article, with the product development lead from Gilby's talking about how they couldn't afford failure and needed to be 85 to 90% sure the product would succeed before they launched it. And less than three years later, an article in that same Financial Post magazine would use Mandalay as an example of a failed product. Now, I assume that for the original article, the author had asked PI for a company they should talk to, and they'd suggested Gilby's and Mandalay. The implication was definitely that PI thought the product would succeed. By 1986, of course, they were laying the blame anywhere but themselves. According to the head of PI, Mandalay was launched even though the research had made it clear it didn't taste very good. In other words, it was all the marketing director's fault for rushing it out before it was ready. The marketing director, of course, insisted that it just hadn't been marketed quite right. It was put on the wrong shelves at the liquor store. It might not have been what 1980s white spirit drinkers were looking for, but I'm interested in tasting this bottle, even though I kind of expect it will taste like lemon pledge. According to that 1986 article, the goal for Mandalay was to capture the taste of a real lemon soaked languorously in an alcoholic beverage. It is 35% ABV and in a glass bottle, so I've got higher hopes than some of the other 1980 liqueurs I've already put in my mouth. I'm hoping to taste this one soon, and I know you don't want to miss that, so be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't yet. And if you're enjoying My Tiny Bottles, please recommend it to a friend. For more on the project, check out my website at mytinybottles.com and follow me on Facebook or Instagram at mytinybottles. Cheers! This episode was produced by Lester Graham. The theme song is Snooter by Josh Woodward.